What's up? What's, What's up? up? Ding dongs, no. in fact. That's right. Can you guess that tune? No. That's what I need this this afternoon, Brad. This evening, almost. Okay, what is it? Oh, man, I thought you'd know. It's Boston, bitch. Oh. I need a little, like, don't look back. Like, the kind of song that you hear at Marital Strip Amusement Park when the little dude is running the rides, like, want to go backwards? <laughs> That's don't very specific. That is very specific. Well, yeah. But if you know, you know. I guess so. If you know, you know. And I don't. All I know is to say, once again, what's up, Ding Dongs? And, More you know, than a feeling. Sure. Yep. Um, I, you know what? I could probably do an entire podcast on amusement parks. Not on Boston. The city or the band. Uh-huh. Even though I did live in Boston for a little while, but I don't have enough to say about it. But I could do amusement parks. I could. That's That would be good. That'd be cool. I don't remember. I think the last time I went to an amusement park was our sidewalk post-festival outing to Six Whoa, Flags. Whoa, that's been years ago. That was like that's six, seven years ago. How lame, Corey. Eight years ago. Well, I love, I'm not I love super fun. Do- I love Dollywood. Yeah, I've never been to Dollywood. I like Six Flags okay. there was a, Remember when we ate pizza in that room and there were rats everywhere? There was one rat, yes. <laughs> there was a, a legit rat. There was a sighting of a rat at a Six Flags pizza place. And I was so hungry, Brad. I want you to know that I was had a piece of pizza and I stood on the bench. It was like bench seating. I stood on the bench and ate it because I didn't want the rat to get on my foot. But I didn't want to give up the pizza. <laughs> commitment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you might have fist fought that rat. I would have. It was pizza rat. Pizza rat Six Flags pizza rat. Oh, this isn't a podcast about rats or pizza or or Boston parks. or amusement parks. It's a it's a freaking podcast about the movies. That's right. Who are you? I'm Rachel Morgan. I'm Corey Kraft. This is Side Talks. We talk about cinema and all that jazz. You like that? That was so annoying. Disparate musical <laughs> styles in this uh, intro. But it's a musical intro, and that's what everybody wants. Get ready for a five-minute fight. Five-minute round one fight. Five-minute fight. Brad, I have a feeling, so go ahead and start the timer because I have a feeling this is going to get Dullsville. We're, we're going we're gonna to run on fumes with this I one. I don't know. I have, some, I have some very controversial things to say to oh you. Oh, my God. But here's the deal. This is the origin story of this one. I actually wanted to see this film. I wanted to see it in the theater. You mentioned it. Yeah. yeah. I was excited for this film. I love the documentary that this film sort of riffs off of and that was certainly research for it and i was on a plane recently and guess what it was available to watch on a plane with along with a couple other things that i'm going to talk about later this being the i think really the one film that i actually watched on the plane and it is eyes of tammy Faye. and i was five minutes into this and i was like i think Corey likes this i remember him certainly not saying anything bad about it and this is absolutely terrible horrible i hope it gets better 30 minutes in it doesn't get better 45 minutes in it doesn't get better. this thing sucks it's terrible you said you like it okay so yeah, you don't have a fine. strong argument coming but you like it okay and it is not okay I just don't understand how you could see this and have any strong feelings about anything mean? in either way. It's not like offensively bad filmmaking yes, it or is. anything. It's just kind of it's it's 
like wallpaper, like so many okay. uh, biopics are. It's, but was it's, it nominated for Academy Awards? It won Academy Awards, and it should not have. It should not have. And and here's the thing: when you have this kind of content there, and and you've got a budget at this level, and you've got actors at this level, there's no excuse for it to be like wallpaper. This you have the story of Tammy Faye and Jim Baker, yep. and you're going. This is what you do with it. It doesn't commit. It misses the mark. It has some moments that I, I'm like, are you trying to? Kind of do a thing for example there's a really fun 80s montage where there that riffs off of all that stuff that we that if you're old enough you remember or if you're interested enough you've seen sure which is the sort of the answering the phones and the telecenter and you know big hair and the big makeup and the you know weird puppet shit on this on tv and the call centers and blah 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 and it has that has the look of what would be like archival footage from the 80s at the time of course it wasn't archival footage but it had a particular aesthetic of of really low-end 80s video yeah and so you loved that it was i thought that part was cool and felt like the world of it kind of like when martin scorsese was like you know what i'm not going to shoot raging bull in color because that's not what that looked like to me when i was a kid when i was a kid watching this dude box it was in black and white so scrap everything let's do this thing in black and white that's the look of this thing that we're doing and i think the look of this thing they were trying to do isn't the look that they shot in which feels like one foot in lifetime movie one foot in like a traditional zemeckis film like a you know forrest gumpy kind of back to the futurey kind of you know 80s era uh, hollywood blockbuster for sure how, I mean, go ahead. I, I've been talking a lot. I don't know. Like, you it's, see, you have it's nothing. Whatever. It's 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 perfectly adequate. Jessica mm. Chastain is fine. She's not fine. Okay, so this is where I'm about to bring it. Uh, okay, I'm about to bring it to your doorstep because you do you love Jessica Chastain. You're always. Mm, mm, mm. I, I get that she's. <laughs> I get. Oh, Jessica Chastain. Mm, mm, mm. I get that she's an attractive woman. Yeah. She's terrible in this. She's not she, terrible. She's terrible in this. No, she's not terrible. She would have been my fourth choice out of the. Five nominees for best actress. No, Corey. Like, no, she's, she's, she's awful certainly in this. better than what Nicole Kidman was doing in being the Ricardos. I'm not going to argue that, but but, I, but neither one of them should have been nominated. Well, this is awful. You know, you're not going to hear too much disagreement with me uh, from me there. Like, it's fine. She's you know, kind of uh, tragic comic. The makeup does a lot of the heavy lifting, which is also fine. Like, the makeup's not that great either. It's not one, which also won an Academy Award, exactly. by the way. Exactly, and I mean, clearly what we're saying here is that means absolutely nothing because this film is not Academy Award winning material. It's not. I'm sorry, it shouldn't be. Well, I can't say it's not, but it shouldn't it be. it certainly is. It shouldn't be. I mean, look. We should I've, have higher standards. Just because a famous person makes film with, fam- with famous people, makes a film with famous people, doesn't mean it should win shit. I mean, I don't disagree with you in concept. I I thought this was like a an average example of that. Like, there's, I, I again, I just don't see any reason to get worked up about this movie in either direction. I don't understand hatred for it, but I certainly don't understand like passionate love or de- uh, a defense of it. Like, it's just it's whatever. The performances are fine. You know, it looks fine. The script isn't very good. Um, but it's kind of redeemed by what Chastain's doing and by what uh, Garfield's doing. Oh, no! I like Andrew Garfield in this movie. Uh, you like him in every... These are two people you like and no matter what you put them in, you would like it. These performances are misguided. The film is misguided. The It misses the mark. It doesn't commit. And I'm going to say the thing that's going to get you real riled up, which is that I, Tanya, succeeds where this fails. Oh, you're absolutely wrong there. 
I mean, I, Tanya, at least does take some big swings and, yeah, and, and sort of deviates and it, from the typical it, structure, but not in a successful stuff straight way. straight from the era. It absolutely no. is successful. But this isn't about I, Tanya. We've fought about that before. But I'm simply saying that I can't believe you would even even edge in the in the in the direction of defending this film when you were so against I, Tanya. Bullshit. I mean, just imagine having strong feelings about the eyes of Tammy Faye to begin with. That's kind of my well. Uh, clearly, there was. I guess it's my point whatever. is there were strong enough feelings to nominate this thing for an Academy Award, which I don't agree with. It's just like whatever. Yeah. This isn't. I don't ar- know why this isn't they an did. argument. You're. You're. You. I'm right. You're wrong. <laughs> the Academy's wrong. I'm right, Sam. I mean, you've got Olivia Coleman and Penelope Cruz giving two of the best performances of last year, also nominated for Best Actress. And Jessica Chastain wins. And, terrible in this. I mean, I don't, I don't have a conceptual issue with Jessica Chastain having an Academy Award, but it damn sure shouldn't be for this. Hmm. Another one of our famous uh, five-minute mild disagreements, right? Um, <laughs> I mean, I, but he, just, in fairness, the thing. that was what I promised in Slack when we just discussed this topic. I did not say I'm coming in hot well, I about the eyes of Tammy so. Faye. He said I'm okay with this film, which I'm not okay with. And he said Jessica Chastain's good in it, and I said absolutely fucking is. not. She's, She's not fucking good in this. Sure. Uh, um, I mean, Corey says it's like wallpaper, but. I mean, I feel like movies shouldn't be treated as wallpaper. You know, I mean, that, but that's just me. That's a hot take, Sam. <laughs> um, I haven't really seen it. I mean, I haven't seen it. It's just a fact. Um, <laughs> it sort of sounds like some cinematic garbage, though. If I'm being honest, I'm not gonna go seek this one out. Um, Andrew Garfield just needs to take like a year or two or three and just give everyone a break. <laughs> Uh, is that Corey clapping? I'm that's, Rachel, that's Rachel Morgan clapping. <laughs> I don't see how you say that after he like owned in Tick, Tick, Boom and was no one of the best parts he of needs to tick, Spider-Man tick, No Way Home. And Sam, everybody saw that movie. So, tick, and tick, I'll thank you not to tell Andrew Garfield <laughs> to explode. <laughs> I mean, okay. And also Jessica Chastain can, can do much better as evidence in her other good movies. Um, so yeah, Rachel wins, hands down. That's right. Sorry, Corey. I mean, and, whatever. <laughs> haters gonna hate. Yeah. Yeah, but, but like, here's why? the thing. I committed to this argument. Ju- I committed. You did not, just like the film didn't commit. Ooh. I, Winner of I the day. Never, Rachel Morgan. Once again, uh, never suggested uh, I had strong oh, feelings about this in any direction. Whatever. Corey lost. God damn. <laughs> the eyes of Corey Crab. Ridiculous. The eyes of Corey Crab. For $25,000, here is your first subject. Go. Okay, well, we've got a new news, new, 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 new segment. And I've got a really creative name for it, Sam. Okay. It's called, What is it? (laughs) And uh, if you didn't notice, Sam is actually across the table from me where Corey normally is. He's wearing his headphones, and he did note on the fact that the headphones were extra hot. Hot headphones. Hot headed headphones. Hot ears. So, and Corey can hear us right now. He's in the booth where Sam roasted. normally is. I'm like just not going were... to dignify uh, any of this whatever. with comment. He said he wasn't heated over this last argument, but we, mm. the headphones told the truth. I they can told still feel it. the truth. So, what this, what is it segment is, is that Sam and I are going to perform a script. Well, kind of. Perform. I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to kind of read the lines in the way that I want to read them. I'm not going to try to imitate the actor who plays this part. I don't know about you, but I feel like if I do, my, imita- my imitation is going to be so spot on that Corey would get it right away. That's right. Yeah. That's, I'm just that's so why good. I didn't want to do it either, but <laughs> I'm so good at emulating this, this actor, this very well known actor that, I, I mean, it would just, it would blow it out of the water. 
So we're going to go ahead with the script. And and by the way, we'll let you know, Corey, that this is page, just maybe this is somewhat revealing. This is about page 85 in the screenplay. All right. I'll also let you know that the screenplay does have some differences in it on the page than it does in on screen. But those those changes are minor. Okay. So it's really the essence of the screenplay, and most of the lines are, are spot on. And so we're going to just start reading this this little two-hander scene, and you just jump in, yell out when you know the film. Because that's the whole point, right, is that we're going to read the script, you're going to try to guess it, and we're going to challenge your IMDb brain to see when you can discover what this is. Well, I thought the whole point was for you to, to um, you know, give masterful performances. Yeah, that too. This is going to be a masterclass <laughs> in voice acting. Here we go. Um, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Are you sure? I, I'm as ready as I'll so ever be. We're hiding be. our characters' names, correct? Yes, we're hiding yes, our characters' okay. names and any Figured of the action, too. We are going to start at the top of the scene, though. So here we go. Seven years in San Quentin. What does this say? Hold on. See, I've already fucked up. All right. Hold on. What? This is so weird. Okay, I got you. Here we go. Starting back over. Seven years in San Quentin. In the hole for three. McNeil before that. Yeah. Was McNeil as tough as they say? You looking to become a penologist? You looking to go back? I chased some crews. The guys were looking to fuck up and get busted back. You must have worked for some dipshit crews. I worked all kinds. You see me doing thrill-seeker liquor store holdups with a born-to-lose tattoo on my chest? No, I don't. Right. And I... I am never going back. I gotta turn the page. Hold on. Then don't take down scores. I do what I do best. I take scores. You do what you do best trying to stop guys like me. Shrugs in parentheses. I, I've known what this is for a while. But I, <laughs> no. I just want to keep listening. Uh, I told you it would be you good. You never wanted a normal type life. What the fuck is that? Barbecues and ball games? That's part of it. That's nice. That your life? No. Did you see how I just did right there? If you didn't know what it was by then, no. You would have known right then, wouldn't you? You, you two hey. need cups of black coffee. <laughs> what is it, Corey? It's heat. Oh, yeah. When did heat. you know ding, it? Ding, ding. Immediately. What? Are you serious? That was you honestly supposed- Rachel's concern earlier, that the first line you would get it and it would just derail the second. But yeah, but, supposed- I, but I was enjoying it. Oh. I, I, love, I love hearing your take on, on Pacino and De Niro. It was yeah. accurate, right? It was pretty damn it's close. It's a great freaking scene. <laughs> Let me tell you one difference real quick that we didn't even get to, though. One of my favorite lines or sort of moments in the screenplay was different on the script, and that is that um, when, Sam, you would have said, that's nice, is that your life? This sort of simple life, mm-hmm. right? And I say, what he says in, this, in the film is different. And on, the, on the page, it says, no, my wife spends half her time on the couch. And that mm-hmm. line got taken, because if you'll remember, the line is something about my – my marriage is on a downward swing, which I think is a way better line. Anyway, just point that, that really out. would have tripped up Corey. I you think it really would have. I think he it would have sent you spiraling. We didn't, even, heat. we didn't even get to get to the part where it's like we're sitting here like a couple of regular guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, anyway, like a, I was willing of to listen. Fellas. I was willing to keep listening. Well, let the record show, though, Brad, that Corey got it a page and a half in, but he claims he had it in the first page couple of lines. I believe him. I believe him too. It's heat. Come on. Well, we'll come with some it's better. Heat. We'll come with some stronger heat next yes. time and because we'll this was too easy. Recording soon. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you win. Funny. Well, thank you for listening to Side Talks podcast. We're your own personal 
not Pacino and De Niro, even though that's a pretty great combo. We are your own personal cinematic Kanye West and everyone. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's timely and unfortunate. Isn't it? Isn't it? And I had no way in hell I'm going to be Kanye West, even uh, though I feel like I'm, you're going to try to pin me with that. Wow. Well, um, what a... <laughs> What a fucking crazy year. I know. Do you remember how we started this year and Kanye was like slightly odd dating Julia Fox and there was this fawning multi-part Netflix documentary series released about him. What a difference like eight months makes. Yeah, it like, does. Jesus. But I called it a while back in the sense that I was like, his behavior towards a woman is not acceptable and why, why isn't everybody up in arms and canceling him? Well, none? when he's like shit talking Kim and Pete. No, not just that, but when he's buying a house across the street from her and like outright stalking her and oh. and threatening violence against her, and she's come out and said like he would tell her what to wear and all. I mean, I feel like at that point everybody should have backed off of this guy, but they didn't. It took him basically saying, "I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to, I'm in support of the next fucking genocide." Yeah, um, not not cool, not, not good, cool. Not, not cool. good. Anyway. Um, Distance yourself from Kanye right now. Corey. That's our that's our hot take here on the Side Talks <laughs> not podcast. Okay. It's we not don't okay. stand with anti-Semitism from anybody. Uh, certainly not Kanye West, who needs to get his fucking act together, to say the least. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, thanks to Beltwell Studios. Thanks to our wonderful sponsor, Revelator Coffee. You know, they've got this fall menu of wonderful You mentioned that. I haven't fall gone drinks. yet. I, I go, go before it falls over. Like four Is times a week. Is it pumpkin spice? I've asked this before. Yeah. Well, they've got a harvest spice okay, okay, okay. latte. That's all I need to know. Uh, and it's so good. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I feel like I can say this because Revelator's our sponsor. Starbucks isn't. I keep... I decided this year I'm going to go to Starbucks because it's on my way home yeah. from the college I teach at, okay? And I'm going to stop there and I'm going to try and see what all the fuss is about. I'm going to get this pumpkin spice shit. You'll I've never go to gotten Sugar Shop. It's not good. Not no. only did I just leave, I left the whipped cream and all that off of it and everything, but it's still like, yes, it, you're exactly right. It's like as if I'm drinking from the, you know, I don't know, the the, the bottle of Kool-Aid from like the the eight-year-old made. Yeah, it's rough. It's, it's it's terrible. too syrupy. But it doesn't the, taste um, good. No, the 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 Revelator version. Okay, uh, I'm in, is I'm really nicely balanced. Very very, you know, reasonably spiced. Um, a hint of orange peel to it. I just love it. I like an apple cider too. I'm not just about coffee in the fall. I'm very much about coffee, but but yeah, I, I like a cider. I'll dip I'll dip my toes into cider, metaphorically speaking. Not. <laughs> Not really. Oh, that just changed my whole perspective on having a little sip of cider. A little cider tonight. foot bath. Blech. Yeah, that's that oh, would be weird. Oh, come see us at the cinema. Um, we are on socials. You can find out what's damn playing. Sidewalkfest.com or at Sidewalk Film on social media, in fact. And we're showing a bunch of cool stuff as we move into the month of November and toward the holiday season, you're just going to have to keep an eye on yeah, those places. Yeah, you should, because we have, a, we have an entire lineup, an entire film week that Kanye West would not be in support of. Jewish Film Week, which is November 13th through 19th. Not endorsed by Kanye West, and we're proud of that. Yeah, well, again, fuck him. 
um, for real. Uh, but we've got a really excellent lineup that we're in the process of finalizing as we're recording this podcast. Including um, the first run film, Armageddon Time. Armageddon Time from my beloved James Gray. I love James Gray, the filmmaker behind Ad Astra, The Lost City of Z, The Immigrant, We Own the Night, and so many other terrific movies. Uh, this is semi-autobiographical um, and... Well, it also stars in a cameo role, um, Jessica Chastain, who we mentioned earlier this episode. Who cares? We also, speaking of somebody I do care about, Uh it's not locked yet, but you heard it here first. We are planning to have Tar come in at the end of November. Well, you might hear me talk about Tar in a couple episodes when we get into what we've been watching, because I have seen Tar, and spoiler alert, Tar fucking rules Kate Blanchett that's my boo it's so good and I I am so excited um for people to see this very challenging movie because oh boy excited I can't I really I y'all I want everybody to know I tried to book it for the end of October I got told no then we have Jewish film week coming in which we're, we love but which prevented us from booking it then we are going with triangle of sadness which I'm also very excited to see I so also not, saw that we'll, not, I'll talk about I'm that I'm not more mad too. about that yeah um but I you know we're gonna have that and then Jewish film week and then tar and I mean some other awesome stuff uh, along the way especially as we enter into the holiday awards corridor where all all these serious movies start getting released so sidewalkfest.com at sidewalk film go look for showtimes and the details on what else we're screening because you're going to want to see all the stuff we're putting on screen and thanks for listening bye batwell studios podcast division your words our expertise